At a time when suicide rates are rising and access to mental health services is difficult, the Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences Department at Upstate has begun a psychiatry high-risk program. Here to talk about this is Dr. Robert Gregory, Professor of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you, Amber. So can you start by giving us an overview of what the Psychiatry High-Risk Program is? Yes. Um, our department in Upstate had concerns about the lack of access for services for people who are most high-risk for suicide uh, or self-harm, particularly our youth. Uh, it's, there have been rising suicide rates, as, as you may have heard, in upstate New York and actually across the country, especially in younger age groups and also middle age. Um, Congressman Katko, Assemblyman Magnarelli, um, recently did a regional mental health report on the state of mental health uh, for youth in this region. And it really pointed to a very disconnected system of care and poor access for those who need it. And so Upstate wanted to do its part to help in that situation. And so we created this program for people who really are struggling with suicidal thoughts and behaviors. Very often they're in and out of emergency rooms or hospitals and really not getting the outpatient treatment they need to move on in recovery and be able to, you know, our goal is to be able to have them leave the mental health system and be uh, as crazy as every other normal person. <laughs> okay. All right. Do people, uh, would people find the psychiatry high-risk program during a time of crisis or is this something that they would, I don't know, sign up for yeah, anyone. We're we're right now. We're um, we're uh, looking for people 16 to 40 years old, and uh, anyone who's struggling with suicidal thoughts and behaviors uh, within that age group are welcome to our program, and we'll provide very comprehensive assessment, um, including some free testing and then have a consultation and come up with an individualized treatment plan. One of the unusual aspects of this program uh, is that it's very comprehensive and also provides evidence-based treatment. In particular, uh, we will, the, the core of the individual therapy will be dynamic deconstructive psychotherapy I definitely want to get into figuring out what it, having you explain what that is. Sure, a, a little no, bit more. Very but. happy to. It's uh, it's an evidence based treatment um, that's been shown to help people who, uh, especially young adults or uh, even teens who really struggle with suicidal thoughts and behaviors. And uh, it's Syracuse has become a national hub for this treatment because it was actually developed here. Uh, but because of very promising results uh, in studies with a 90% response rate, uh, we've been able to, it's been approved uh, by the federal agency um, uh, or listed, at least listed on its National Registry of Evidence-Based Programs and Practices um, by the 
uh, SAMHSA, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. So that means people think it works, or it's been shown, it's been proven that it does work. Correct. It's been, in order to be on that registry, it had to have an independent review by um, epidemiologists uh, at different institutions and determine that there's substantial evidence showing that this treatment works and works much better than um, what's available normally in the community. So uh, just as to give you an example, in separate studies, the commu- the, uh, if someone were to see someone in the community, the average response rate would be 40% for them. But with this treatment, we've had consistent 90% response rates. So it's quite a difference to get the right kind of treatment for people who are most in need. So sometimes, though, the first hint that someone's at risk of suicide is an attempt at suicide. So is it is this for that person as well? Uh, absolutely. Uh, actually, many of our referrals come from emergency rooms or inpatient units where um, someone is maybe presenting to the mental health system for the first time. They don't have outpatient treatment available. There may be a month's waiting list to even get into any kind of mental health treatment. And so this program is available for those people. Okay. How does this work with um, CPAP, the emergency? I can't even remember what that stands so CPAP, for, but it's an emergency. Yes. Um, so CPAP is a, is a regional psychiatric emergency room, at, and it's located at St. Joseph's Hospital. And there are CPEPs throughout New York State. Each region right. has its own CPEP. So CPEP is one point in the continuity of care. If you look at the continuum of care, you need a place where people can go when they are in crisis and just need immediate stabilization and safety. Okay. okay. So CPEP provides that, as do emergency rooms. Uh, in other hospitals, including upstate. Uh, But for treatment, you need, uh, at least this patient population needs a more extended and comprehensive outpatient treatment program. So there may be some crossover where someone who comes to CPEP ends up needing services that might be available through psychiatric high-risk program or? Yes. Anyone who's coming to CPEP who needs a referral for treatment, this would be one of the sources of referral. So CPEP could refer them to outpatient treatment. Um, uh, The New York State does crisis management very well. Anyone can go to the emergency room, for the most part, I should say. Anyone can go to the emergency room and get stabilized. Then some people need inpatient care. And that's a problem here in our community because we don't have enough beds for children and adolescents. And then then that stabilizes people too because some people need that. But at some point, they actually need treatment so that they can get better. Back to, And that's really where outpatient comes in. Good, good. All right, well, this is Upstate's HealthLink on Air, and we're talking about the new psychiatry high-risk program at Upstate with Dr. Robert Gregory. He's the professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences here. So um, who's eligible for this program and what's the typical referral process? What can patients and families expect if they hear this and think that this is something that they could 
could make use of? No, absolutely. They can call the program, and I believe the intake number is 315-464-7187, and speak to our intake worker. And we'll also uh, have that. uh, We'll have that listed on our website as well at healthlinkonair.org. Oh, terrific, terrific. And um, it's also on the Upstate Department of Psychiatry website, the program. Oh, perfect. and a summary of the program. So anyone who struggles with suicidal thoughts and behaviors who's age 16 to 40, uh, we don't take people who have a primary uh, psychotic disorder like schizophrenia or schizoaffective disorder. And the reason for that is that there are other specialized programs. Um, for, exa- for example, Hutching Psychiatric Center has a very, very good specialized program for that patient population. So. Okay. Uh, so, so long as they're um, 16 to 40, uh, struggling with suicidal thoughts and behaviors, not a primary psychotic disor- disorder, not developmentally disabled, uh, we should be able to help them. Um, is it covered by insurance, or do you need it to have insurance in order to be involved in this? Some parts are covered by insurance. Other parts currently are not. Uh, the individual therapy component is covered only by POMCO, and that's because the current insurance reimbursement rates don't actually cover, aren't sufficient to cover the program's costs. So what we're looking at now is we're in active negotiations with major insurers to try to get reimbursement rates, help them to partner with us uh, for this very vulnerable group of individuals to provide high-quality, comprehensive treatment. Uh, Having said that, the out-of-pocket costs are not incredibly high, and there's a sliding scale. So for individual therapy, uh, the out-of-pocket fee ranges from $80 to $130. So we're doing our best to accommodate whoever can come. Um, The medication management portion is covered uh, by insurers, and... um, uh, we also refer for family or group therapy as indicated, and that's usually covered. Uh, and we're hoping to, as we grow the program, to build in family and group therapy um, hmm. within the program as well. So the situation may be different for each person depending on their insurance situation. But uh, yes. walk, walk me right. through what a person could expect when they call and say, I've got a, a loved one who I think you know, would benefit from this or someone calls and says that they themselves would like to know more about how to? Yeah, that's a great question. So they would get a call back from Carla uh, and um, Carla would tell them more about the program and what it involves and they'd be um, sent a packet or they could fill it out on site and uh, the packet includes some initial testing um, and uh, that will assist with the evaluation, and then they would get an evaluation uh, by the therapist, and then if, if they wanted a medication consultation, that would be set up, and the whole thing could be done really within one to two weeks. So is, it, um, is medication necessarily part of it? or We evaluate that on a case-by-case basis, Okay, uh, but we do offer the medication consultation for patients who want to explore that option, or if on the intake the therapist feels that 
really a medication evaluation is indicated, she'll suggest that to the patient too. And then some some people, or will all people, be part of the dynamic deconstructive psychotherapy? Is, is everyone recommended for that? Yeah, in this patient population, most people can benefit from that form of therapy. Uh, if during the initial assessment we feel a different treatment plan is indicated, we can tailor that and, and steer them towards a different kind of therapy. Uh, but most, most of the patients who we've seen, in fact, all of them that we've seen so far, um, definitely uh, can benefit from dynamic deconstructive psychotherapy. And this has been underway um, long enough to see that some people are being helped by it? Yes, it's, it's been going several weeks, but we've already had people who have entered um, uh, get substantially better even within that short time. Good. Well, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being here to explain this program. This has been Amber Smith speaking with Dr. Robert Gregory about the Psychiatry High-Risk Program for Upstate's HealthLink on Air. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.